Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Blue Bud Wisdom Show, a podcast created to share simple tools to break you free from the mind chatter, reclaim your divinity, and support your journey to freedom and happiness. I'm your host, Ellen Catherine Shamilov, spiritual wealth catalyst and healer. Now let's jump into your dose of ancient wisdom. Hello, everyone, and thank you again for tuning in to today's show. Today is another episode on the Spiritually Fat series, and this is part two. Uh, I just want to say that I'm not judging anybody when I say fat. As a matter of fact, um, as I mentioned in previous episodes, I use... Gematria, because the Hebrew alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet creates a certain vibration when spoken. So the phonetics of the Hebrew words, the Hebrew alphabet, does create a certain vibration within our bodies. And according to the research that I've done and my resonance, I've seen that the Hebrew alphabet has been encoded in our DNA. Now, I don't know much about this. I can't speak much about that in particular. But for whatever reason, out of all of the uh, modalities that I've looked into and after all the research that I've done, Hebrew letters have really uh, spoken to me. The Tree of Life has spoken to me. And while I'm still integrating all that's coming through with that, I have been working with clients and seeing how each numerological value that's associated to the Hebrew alphabet in a person's name has really been playing out in their lives. There was this one person that I worked with who had a full name on his birth certificate. And for all of his life, he has never used his middle name. He's only used his first and last name. And so when we were in a session together, when I was doing um, the modality on him that I had put together recently, I showed him the limiting beliefs that showed up under his challenges for spiritual and physical challenges. And if you don't know what this looks like, we can always have a, a free mini session together and I can just show you what your chart looks like. And if you'd like a full on reading, then we can um, proceed with that. But I think it's really important for us to be able to understand what is happening in our lives so that we can be able to use our talents and our abilities to move past it. Now, the way the chart works is there's the spiritual aspects and the physical aspects. We have the spiritual challenges and the physical challenges. It's too much to go into right now, but all I'm going to mention is that as part of our contracts before incarnating in a physical body on earth, we chose certain challenges that we're going to have. We chose certain goals or missions, divine, I call it the divine mission, that we're going to have. And we also have certain talents that we're able to use. And sometimes when we're in the middle of chaos or in the middle of learning or trying to understand more about our lives or our life purpose or whatever it is that we're doing, Sometimes it's hard for us to see what our true talents and abilities are. 
And so when you have this reading, it really helps you to hone in on what is it that you're meant to be doing? What is it that you are dealing with at the moment? How can you use your talents to override or overcome, I should say, these challenges and how to reach your goal, right? So the interesting part about this person that I was working with was when I asked him, do you feel these limiting beliefs that I'm showing you that are attached to your challenges in your birth name? It was eh, one or two. But then I got a hunch to check his name that he's using on a daily basis. What he what name has been using since, since he can remember. And that's always been his first and last name, omitting the middle name. And so when I looked at the challenges that were showing up under that name, it resonated completely. Now this person is on antidepressants and it's hard to be able to really have um, a clear insight. But with this particular situation, I was able to understand why he was on antidepressants. The name he decided to use on a daily basis, omitting the middle name, his birth name, has given him the energy of not being able to handle what life is giving him. And that's so interesting to me because I understood the energy behind reading the soul chart. I understood the energy behind um, the Hebrew letters, you know, gematria. But when I saw this, I was actually even more convinced and shocked at the same time because I saw how this was really playing out in his life. And I'm mentioning this because I decided to, and I've done this also with other words, but after working with him, I said, you know what? I need to look into the word fat. And I saw the way fat was broken down, the numerological value that was given to the word fat was so interesting because the number 178 that showed up under the challenges portion of fat was exactly what spiritually fat actually means. Okay, let's break this down. Being fat means to have more adipose tissues, right? We have more adipose layers and some may even say that it's layers of insulators, right? We are insulating ourselves. Why are we insulating ourselves? Because we are trying to protect ourselves. It is a way for us to feel safe. If you think about children who love their big blankies or walk around with their pillows, it's because they love that that feeling of being surrounded by something that's uh, squishy, I guess. I don't even know how or why, but it's that feeling. And I see it with my, with my own son. He loves carrying his pillow around. He loves when I hold him. He loves having this, these layers around him that hold him tight and cushiony. It's, it's that feeling safe. And our bodies crave that safety when we feel 
like we're not being able to handle life. We can't ground ourselves. Something interesting that my husband actually realized the other day when we were looking at, um, you know, the types of videos. My son loves watching certain shows and he's picked up a lot from these shows. And, you know, he's only three, so he's learning a lot. He's like a sponge. But something my husband decided to do was let's look at educational videos. Let's look at what's really going to help our son develop better. Okay. He found a lot of videos that are really more hidden um, about how to handle emotions, how to be more mindful, how to be more aware. I haven't seen them yet, but we read about it and I just was really shocked mentally because I just thought, wow, you know, I know that these things are hidden and I know that we weren't taught, but even these shows that are out there that help kids, they're not popular. Not a lot of people know about them. Not a lot of people give their kids these types of shows to watch. They watch movies or shows about cars crashing and dangerous things that can instill fear in our kids. And so I thought, this is the stuff that we have, have to teach our kids. We have to teach our kids how to feel safe. We have to teach our kids how to process emotions properly. We have to teach our kids how to be more open and mindful, right? Because they don't have their frontal lobe completely um, uh, developed until they're, I think, 18 or 21. I don't remember what the full age was, but they are still developing, and the frontal lobe is their, their logic. It's their, um, their state of, of how to process things. So as parents, it is our obligation to be able to teach our kids something different. It's important for us to be able to teach our children the things that we were not taught. We were not taught how to meditate, right? We were not taught especially at young ages, how to be more mindful and aware. We were not taught how to be more spiritual. Maybe when they were growing up or when kids are growing up in a religious homes, they're taught how to read the Bible and, you know, heaven and, and hell and, and whatever it is that these um, religions teach the families and, and kids. But what about the real spiritual parts of it? You teach their kids to bless their foods, but why? You teach your kids to, um, to pray at night and to kneel down and to thank God for everything, but why? Let's take it a step further. Why not teach our kids how to be more mindful, how to be more loving, how to be less judgmental, how to be more aware, how to feel more safe, how to process emotions, how to process emotions. And this is where spiritually fat comes in. We don't feel safe because we don't know how to handle emotions that come up and how to process them. When we were little kids, and this applies to a lot of people because there are rarely any families out there that really teach their kids how to process emotions. Why? Because it was gone from one generation to another generation of how to survive. And survival meant that you can't be weak and showing emotions was shown as a weak thing. 
We need to be strong. We need to get through life. We need to get through whatever challenges are getting us down. Or some people say we need to hide and we can't show ourselves. We, we just need to survive. Whatever the mindset was, it was not, oh, wow, I'm experiencing this feeling and I want to see what it's doing to my body. I need to process this. No one thought that they had time to process emotions. No one thought that they would have time to understand what was going on. They just had to be strong and move forward. And then all those feelings of anxiety, fear, and everything that you had, anger, resentment, you know, whatever other feelings that people may have, shame, guilt, they all get stored into the body and passed down through generations and generations. But let's talk about this generation. Let's talk about the now. We don't know how to process emotions. And therefore, we don't feel safe. We don't feel safe in our bodies because our bodies are storing so much negativity. And the negativity comes from past lives, ancestors, whatever other devices and things that we decided to incarnate with, maybe devices from past lives, you know, crystals, whatever it is that we have from past lives and these lives, whatever it is that we chose. It is holding negativity in our bodies and it is making it really hard for our soul to be able to fully reside in the physical body. Because if our soul cannot reside in our physical body, we've got our brain doing all our thinking for us. We've got our personality building up. This is where the ego comes in. And this is why you hear everyone talking about how the ego really creates um, this, this uh, fear-based safety net for you. It's fear-based, but we don't realize that it's fear-based until we start doing some work on ourselves. And then when we start doing some work on ourselves, we have some negativity release and then that gets reside with more light. The light is our spirit, our soul that's residing in the body a little bit. And then you start hearing more of your intuition. You start hearing more of the higher light talking to us and giving you some advice or, well, it's not really advice. It's GPS moving you through. It's, it's telling you what to do next. But then you hear still your ego talking to you because you've still got that program in your body. You still haven't fully released all those emotions that have not been processed. So I'm going to break down the word fat in just a few moments. But I also want to mention before I get into that, that there was um, somebody I was listening to today. There was a question that she was answering on a live. Somebody asked, what about the food? Do we have to, in order for us to ascend, do we have to eat only raw vegetables? And the woman said, no. As you bring in more light, your body will start to require different foods. You don't have to go out there and change your diet because if you change your diet and let's say your body is craving chocolate and you're stopping yourself from eating chocolate and you're eating something else to replace it, you're basically putting shame for having, for wanting chocolate, replacing with something else and not feeling satisfied. Your body is still not satisfied because it didn't get what it wanted, right? 
So eventually, as you bring in more light, when you release the negativity, when you release the emotions and the trauma that haven't been processed for years and generations and even in this lifetime, in childhood, then your body will start to say, okay, now today I want something healthier. This is just the gist of it. And something came to me when I heard that. Because she said, if you're judging yourself for eating the foods that you are craving, then you're basically swallowing and digesting judgment. That was really key. You're swallowing and digesting judgment as a consciousness, and therefore you are going to be holding judgment in your body. That stroke a very big point. Animals that we eat, right? We have chicken, we have beef, we have you know, all these other animals out there that we kill and eat, or maybe not kill, but we eat them. Basically, when they died, they died with fear. And you don't know what other toxins they might have had or what other feelings they might have had because animals carry consciousness. Animals have feelings too. No, we don't really know it. We don't really hear it. We can't really speak to them. Or we don't really speak to them. We can if we wanted to. But we don't know what they're feeling. And so when we eat them, we are eating their energy. And I'm sure you heard this before, right? I'm sure you heard this before, but here's the kicker. Something that I realized. I've been doing and talking about a lot of clearing out the genetic lineage, clearing out, you know, um, lifetimes. And I just mentioned this also a couple of minutes ago, lifetimes and generations of, of trauma that haven't been processed because people didn't know how to process and people didn't really have time to process and people were just in survival mode. But we don't clear out the consciousness that we've digested from these animals. We've worked on clearing out ancestral lineage stuff, but we don't clear out the consciousness from these animals. And if they carry fear because they're about to be, you know, dead, then that fear is brought into our body. So we are digesting fear consciousness from animals. I thought that was a really, really important uh, epiphany that came to me. And I am going to be using my modality that I put together um, to clear that out. Because I honestly think at this point, this is something that's not really talked about. I mean, I, I hear people talking about you know, the animal products and you shouldn't eat animal products because you're, you're eating their stuff. But what about all the animal products that we did eat? And I'm not saying that we shouldn't eat them anymore. There is a way that we could bless our foods, forgive ourselves for, for having this craving and forgive ourselves for um, having this judgment or having this, you know, whatever it is around food prior to the work that we would be doing with this modality can, can go many ways. And that's what I love about it. But 
when you do a clearing for yourself, you're always concentrating on what happened in childhood trauma, what happened in ancestral lineage, or how to clear ancestral lineage, past lives, but we're not clearing out the fear and the consciousness or whatever other consciousness the animals may have had at the time that they died that stayed, that energy stayed in their their flesh and their food and in, in, in the byproducts that we're eating. So now I'm going to explain what spiritually fat actually means. So the way I um, had explained earlier, there are challenges, talents, and goals that come up when you pull up a name, right? And when it's a shorter name, it's not two triangles, it's one. And I'll, like I said, if you want to experience a reading for yourself, I'll put a link for a free reading in the description so that you can see what this looks like. And um, it's going to be a free mini reading just for you to see what your name looks like. And if you want to have an extensive reading, um, I can give that to you at a charge, but we could talk about that at the call if you're interested. But the whole point is I really want you to be able to see what you brought in or what you designed for yourself prior to coming here, right? But again, fat is a short word. And so the the way it's form um, formulated is going to have less numbers than um, having a longer name that would have more numbers to it. I guess that's the easiest way to put into perspective. So there's still the challenges, goals, and talents. And what I came to understand and I thought it was really interesting under challenges for fat was heavy repressed emotional armoring, energies of underachievement, overcoming suppression, um, often difficult as not even aware of the level of holding, um, being that it's unconscious, uh, can be spaced out in the head and not in touch with the emotional body. So there's a lot going on. Um, it's what even says here that the 17-8 under challenges, they're holding onto emotions in their body and they're detached and cut off. So how I mentioned earlier that if our bodies don't or if our bodies are not a good clean vessel, if we have too much toxins in our bodies, toxins from emotions that haven't been processed, then our spirit does not feel comfortable residing in that physical body. There's no space for the physical, um, there's no space in the physical body for our spirit to be able to reside in it. How? When it's being taken up by all these negative energies stored in our tissues. So there's also self-worth issues that are, are attached to this word fat to the challenges and like I mentioned being grounded means that your spirit has been able to get embodied in your physical body you are anchored into the earth if you are not able to process emotions if you're holding on to all this stuff and there's no space then your spirit is detached 
from the physical body, not fully because you still have life, you're still here, but you've got a small percentage of your spirit residing in your physical body and that's where the work is. The work is to bring more light. The work is to release the emotions. The work is to be more present, to not be detached and cut off, right? To not have this emotional armoring, like I said, insulation of fat. The fat gives us extra insulation so that we can feel more safe. What are armoring? Armoring is for safety. Um, so the problem here, like I mentioned, is, and this is part of the challenge, we most likely don't know that we're holding on to a lot of weight. Or actually, we don't know why we're holding on to a lot of weight, right? And this is where I said in my previous episode in series, in the series part one, I mentioned how we are constantly on a yo-yo diet, right? We lose the weight and then when we stop doing all this stuff, we gain it all back. Why? Because our body is still craving that insulation. Our body is still craving that safety. And until we can clear out all the emotional stuff and clear out all the consciousness, the negative low vibratory consciousness that we're holding in our bodies, including from what I mentioned earlier, the, animal, the animals that we've eaten, their consciousness, then that's when we can start to have more room in our physical vessel that was built for the spirit to be able to anchor in more of its light. We have to bring more awareness. And how do you bring awareness? You ask. This is where divine guidance comes in. You ask yourself, what do I need to release today? And every day, even when you're not asking, the asking brings awareness because you ask the question. And then eventually later on, when you're not in so much of your thoughts, it, the answer will start coming to you because your intuition will speak. You'll hear it because you're not, your brain is not working in that sense where you hear your ego or whatever. Your ego will only respond after your intuition starts speaking to you. So if you're going about your day and enjoying your driving and you're not thinking, and you're just like enjoying the drive, this is what happens to me. You'll all of a sudden get all these answers coming in of the questions that you've asked before, right? Because you're not trying to use your brain to think so much about something. And why I, so this part is important because if you're asking, you are knowing, you know that you've asked this question and you're getting the answer. So that's what brings awareness. But on a daily basis, even if you don't ask, things are coming up. It's our job to bring awareness to that. It's our job to recognize our triggers, to recognize the thoughts that are going on in our heads that's causing us to be triggered or that's causing us to feel a certain way. To be able to say, wait a minute, this is something that doesn't sit well. It's making me feel angry. This trigger made me angry. This trigger made me sad. This trigger made me anxious. This thought process made me feel anxious. 
And that's how you bring awareness. When you can actually step aside and detach from that feeling for a moment. It's not detaching and cutting off like, like you don't want to process it. It's different. You're detaching yourself because now you understand that this is a consciousness that's coming up to be cleared. So the thought process is different. You're not running away from it. You're not going to suppress it by um, doing something different to not think about it. You are actually going to get into the mindset of, oh, so this thing is bringing me anxiety. Hmm. Let me sit with this for a moment and just feel it. Allow it to be there. Allow it to just be there and know when you detach from that, that it's not something that's happening in your current life at the moment. It's not something that just happened that all of a sudden you have to say, oh, well, this is the reason. So I'll give you an example. In case you haven't heard my very first episodes in Blue Bud Wisdom, I basically, when I first started my, my podcast, it was me jumping on a trampoline and talking about how emotions are going to be coming up and they need to be released. And why? Because I heard the intuition telling me people need to hear this. And I'm just going to remind you that what happens when you detach, when you become the observer, is that you don't give yourself a reason to be upset. You don't give yourself, I, I, I could cry and if somebody's going to ask me why, instead of me saying, well, because this happened in my life and my mom did this and my dad did this, I'm not going to give a reason for it. I'm just going to say something needs to be released and I'm just releasing. And that's exactly what happened. Like the other day, for example, I had a dream. It was very intense. I don't even remember exactly what happened. In the dream, I just know that something triggered me to cry. And while I was in my dream, I was hysterically crying. And then I woke up hysterically crying. And I was so aware that I was crying. And I said, huh, all right, something needs to be released here. So I'm just going to allow it to come out. And I continue to cry. I didn't give a reason saying, well, I'm scared because this, this dream that I had was scary and it made me want to cry because I'm afraid it's going to happen in my life or whatever. That's attaching a reason. I allowed myself to understand that there was something that was clearing itself out, whether it was in a dream state or not, but it's clearing itself out and I'm just going to sit with it and allow the emotions to be released. And that's how you allow it to come up. If you feel on a daily basis that you need to cry, then cry. And don't give a reason to why you're crying. You're just releasing. If you feel on a daily basis that you want to scream on top of your lungs, don't take it out on anybody else, but feel that. And what I did the last time when I felt like I was really angry, even after I spoke my, my concerns and whatever, I took a pillow, closed my face, screamed as loud as I could. I did it two or three times until I felt that release, until I felt like, oh, there's nothing else that needs to come out. You're not crazy. You're not crazy for doing that. I used to think that doing that makes me psychotic because I can't control my anger. But this is how you control your anger. We, as spiritual beings, are going to feel emotions. It's normal. 
It's how we react to them and respond to them that really makes a difference. And so if you feel something coming up, especially now while all of humanity is going through a tremendous revolution, we are going through massive amount of changes. Corruption is being shown straight to us and how it's being blown up. It's going to change. Everything is going to change. And as much as we may not want to admit it to ourselves, this is good. See that in a different perspective. Everything that is happening right now is good. We are really lucky because we get to be witnesses for this and we get to release all the stuff that's coming up. And part of humanity feeling it is we are all connected. So we are all going to feel either our own feelings about something or the universal consciousness. And it's not bad. It's not bad. This is the time for us to really release everything that is holding us back from really becoming the spiritual, powerful spiritual beings that we're here. And you know what? The word spiritual sounds too woo-woo. But if you think about it, the source God created us with a piece of him, him divine masculine, it's just the energy. We have that within us. That means that we are powerful beings in a physical form. And so if you are holding on to extra weight, there's no reason to feel bad about it. And I'm working on myself when, it, when I say that because since the last time that I've done the challenge or since the last time that I've released the episode, when I recorded that episode, I started doing the challenge that I mentioned, 30 days of looking at the mirror every morning and just stating certain things that you like about your body. No judgment. No judgment. I like this, but if none of that. I love this part about my body. It's like you put on these love glasses on and all you're seeing is this beautiful, beautiful body. All these beautiful features that you have. All these beautiful things that just you didn't look at before. Bring out the love for yourself. Only concentrate on the things that you can say, oh, this is great. I love this about myself. I love this about my body. There's a lot of us that are judging and criticizing ourselves and our body. There's a lot of us that are, you know, looking at what society has implanted in our minds of what is accepted and normal. And there's a lot of us that feel this shame and guilt around um, our bodies, judgment around the foods that we eat, shame around the foods that we eat, guilt around the foods that we eat, everything. And we don't even realize it. It took me some time to actually get into that space to bring awareness to it. And I thought, if I actually record this, maybe there's going to be some people out there that will resonate with this message and understand that maybe this is what they're doing for themselves and try to shift it. If you bring awareness to it, because like this 17-8 challenge says under fat, we're mostly not aware. It's unconscious that we're holding this type of suppression because we're so used to doing it on a daily basis. It's become habitual that we don't even realize that this is what we're doing on a daily basis. We, we know we're doing it. 
We just don't realize how it's damaging us. We don't realize how it's really affecting our bodies and how it's constantly creating that same look, that same reality. So I've been doing this challenge. And so far, I can tell you that the other day I was looking in the mirror and all of a sudden I saw parts of my body that I just never loved before and I started loving it. So it's working. It'll shift if you keep on doing it. It'll shift if you keep on looking at your body and forget about the weight. Forget about the cellulite. Forget about all those things. And just look at what you do have and love it for what it is. Because love is a, is a beautiful high vibration that will open up a pathway to more love. And that's what shifts a lot. And it's hard in the beginning because... We don't know how to do it. And this is where, again, self-worth comes in, the self-worth issues under fat. But this is also the beauty of it. Because part of us having extra weight in our bodies is telling us that we have more work to do. And this is our opportunity right now to be able to release the pain, to release the trauma, to release all these emotions that have been suppressed for generations and years and childhood and animals and everything. <clears throat> so spiritually fat has the challenges, has the goals, and has the talents. And then, now since it's not a name, it's a label, since it's not someone's name, you can't say that so, that person has the talent and goal. But the way I had interpreted it for a word is that the goal of fat is to purify and cleanse. This is literally what the goal is. 9-9 nine, nine is purify and cleanse. Um, and it's to grow spiritually. It's to infuse spirit in the difficulty. And what does that mean? That means that as we bring awareness to the repressed emotions the insulation of fat that we have in our bodies. As we do this, we start to purify. Because if you're releasing it, you're purifying it, you're cleansing it. And it also helps you grow spiritually because there's something there that needs to be released. Something there that is, there is a consciousness that wants to show itself. So you feel it and you grow spiritually because you learn more about what it was that was holding you back. There's always a message. And by cleansing all the negative toxicity from the body, you're also infusing spirit. So infusing spirit means, again, when you're clearing out the negative, you're filling that space up with more light. That's spirit. That is your light. And the talents portion I see as the potential. There is a huge potential to heal and transform the energy once you can release the emotions. The talents is enormous abilities in self-expression and healing. That's the one one in the word fat. And the one one is under talents. And again, that is great healing capacity and can transform energy enormous ability in self-expression and healing. So the word fat technically means the difficulty here is to express emotions, but the goal 
is to be purified. There is a huge potential to heal and transform the energy once you can release the emotions. This was a huge eye-opening thing for me. I mean, when I saw what the word fat meant, I was really shocked. And it just made me understand that these words, when they're created, when they're labeled and have a meaning to them, they really do mean something. Um, So I hope this was helpful. And I hope you do join me in doing this challenge that I mentioned. If you didn't hear part one, please do go listen to part one of this series. I look forward to supporting you any way that I can. And like I mentioned in my previous episode, Please, if you are going to be doing this challenge, let me know somehow if you can get into the Ascension Gateway community. That would be really awesome for you because you get the support. You get to share what your what your challenges look like on a daily basis, what your shifts look like as you're doing this. You get the support and guidance as you are going through these shifts, and you also get the other um the other benefits of being part of the community, which I do list in um, in my website, and I can put that link in the description as well. So I look forward to seeing and supporting you, and I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Blue Blood Wisdom Podcast. Make sure to visit my website, ellencatherine.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, be sure to take a moment and give me a five-star rating on iTunes and share or tell your friends about the show. I'd love to share the wisdom further, and your help will make that happen. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode.